0: message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr Femi Fe of Oikea Christian Center remain blessed as you listen
1: <laughs> Galatians chapter number six I will talk about it subject so matter many people have issues with I used to have issues with teaching this but I found out something look it's the word of God we need to teach it and We teach it because we benefit from obeying God's word. All right? Galatians chapter number 6. All right, can we read Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1? Everybody read one to go. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of weakness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Verse 2, everybody read it. It says what? Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. But if a man think himself to be something, when he is what nothing, he what? Okay, so you know what apostle was talking about. I hope you can see that there. All right. There are certain people that act as though they are something, but they are nothing. Okay, all right, and they deceive themselves. He says, But let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not what? In another. For every man shall bear what? His own body. He I said, bear ye one another's body. Then it now comes to say, every man shall bear what? His own body. As your pastor, for the 2022 ministry year, I want to counsel you. Mind your business. They that mind their business will have their business on their mind. Hallelujah. They that mind their business will have their business on their mind. Do ministry. Don't run commentary on ministries. Running commentary is not ministry. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Stop commenting on how another church is doing evangelism. Do your own evangelism. Amen. Do your own evangelism. Stop commenting about how another church is working the gift of the spirit. Oh, they use water there. They don't know the word. Oh, they use oil there. They don't know the word. Okay, you that know the word, do the healing. Stop wasting time. Hallelujah. Stop doing what? Stop wasting time. We don't have the time to waste. There are more unbelievers than there are believers. Stop doing evangelism to the saved. Stop trying to reach other fellow saved people. There are unsaved people around. Go and reach them hallelujah, mind your business. Every man shall bear his own burden. If you have conviction that Jesus is the only way to salvation, if you have conviction that Jesus is the gift of God, all right, which is eternal life, that means there is no other name, Giving under heaven, by which you may be saved, if you have that conviction, then carry that ministry body. Bear it. When they call for outreaches, when your pastors and your leaders call for outreaches, be the first there. Glory to God. Be the first there. Be on ground. Look at what we've been emphasizing. We've been emphasizing kingdom. Alright. Taking territories. An apostle has been emphasizing grace. That it is by the grace of God you will be able to take that um, location. Take that territory. It is not going to be by what? By gragra, It's by like grace. But for that grace to become in you there must be a measure hallelujah of god's work already in you so that means there is that prayer that you are doing that prayer habit there is the study of the word habit then there is the serving serving in the house of god hallelujah i said hallelujah There's a serving in the house of God. There's going out on evangelism. That grace for apostleship, we meet only the man who is currently busy doing something. How did we start? How did the the grace to start a church church start? In the year 2000, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Under the ministry of a pastor in a redeemed church, I was telling Pastor Daniel Loandie, under the ministry of a pastor, it was a pastor, Akinwale, that came for a meeting in July, July 3rd, 2020, 2000, at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Power Assembly in Around 1.05 a.m., He made an altar call for those who don't speak in tongues. My pastor there was Pastor Jehudara Amala. He came out. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. After we got filled with the Holy Ghost, right, he told us that we should be speaking in tongues regularly. So, because I've been seeking the experience for five years, from 1995, 1996. Hallelujah. After I'd watched a um, a message by um, Pastor Charles Awunzia of Zoe Ministries, where he talked about the power of God. For five years, I would come out. I never spoke in tongues. I was in a CAC church where they had Pentecostal Sunday. Only one person spoke in tongues. And the tongues sounded like this. Kuri mama, kuri mama, kuri mama, kuri. Kuri mama. And whenever he got, the master had talking in tongues. All, he, the guy was a star. So when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I said, I got it now. I must not lose it. So I spoke in tongues. That time I got, I spoke in tongues throughout the service. Then I spoke in tongues to sleep. Then when I woke up, I spoke in tongues. Every fasting they did in the church, I joined. In 2001, Pastor Enoch Adeboye did um, said we are going on a 100-day fast. From January to, I think it was like uh, March, April, early maybe, to like Easter. We had to break between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. I used to break 6 for 100 days. So, six months or so, after I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I was doing 100 days fasting. From there, I started holding Holy Ghost meetings in that redeemed church. Miracles started happening. So, eight months after I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I was already being related with, in that church as a minister. Praise God. Then I got into Unilag. That fire I got in that church, I carried it there. I was I got into Unilag, I got to admissions, I got diploma and jam. Why I got to Unilag, I started holding Holy Ghost meetings in Reverend Azuka. I'm even you know Reverend Azuka, Unilag? Uh-huh. That chapel of our light. If you look at, there's the chapel here, then there's one other, this and like this. So there is, behind, by the side like this, there was one space. I used to hold Holy Ghost meetings there. Then on the car park. When we were in diplomat for the full one year I was there, we had Holy Ghost meetings every day, Monday to Friday. I just kept growing. I just kept growing. I just kept growing. I was the default leader. The, our fellowship did not have name. It was just let us meet to pray to know God more. And I was the default leader. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. Every day,
0: every day, every day.
1: Every day. Got into Luth by the grace of God. After I got into College of Medicine in Luth, I was in a, a fellowship called CFG. But while in that fellowship, I was running ministry already. It was called School of the Spirit. This ministry, we started that School of the Spirit in 2003. It was holding Holy Ghost. It was Holy Ghost, supernatural. Holy Ghost, supernatural. Everybody knew me with Benny Hinn. That was how I was doing. My first meeting in 2005 in school. Not first meeting ever. I'm talking of in the organized. Because before then, we used to just do it on the field. I had a mandate that I was going to get 1,000 people talking in tongues. As a student, that was my mandate. Pastor Ade knows now. Nah, he met me doing it. 1,000. That was my 1,000 talking in tongues. When I'm in, uh, I'll be reading. This was my strategy. Let me tell you my strategy. I'll go to read. There was a place called, uh, what's that place? Part one, part two class. One place like that. we we'll go there and read. So this was my, I had pick-up lines. You know people have pick-up lines to toast. My own pick-up line was to get people talking in tongues. So I'll be reading and i say, sorry, it's like I've met you before. I, I, I'm not sure with me, but I think I see a student, I'll be, oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, Are you born again? Oh, uh, yes, I'm born again. Oh, praise God. That's wonderful. Alright? Have you been filled with the Holy Ghost with everyone speaking in tongues? Ah, no, all those tongues, it's not for everybody. Ah, it's for everybody. And I'll start. Have you seen it now? Acts 2, 1 to 4. They were all fit. Acts 19:6. They were all fit. Mark 16. And this shall follow them. You understand? I had my five scriptures. Pa, 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 pa. pa. Before I know it, the person is on the floor. I have one the, uh, You understand? The person understands now that okay, Holy Ghost is for me. Okay, so can we meet on the field by 12:30 a.m. And we'll be blocked on the field. And the person gets you the Holy Ghost. That's what I was doing. It was in secret. No camera. Praise God. One night. I took trips from the class to the field about six times, from 11 p.m. to about 4:30 a.m. because I didn't do it; it was not in bunch, one by one, one by one, one by one, and they were getting filled. They were getting filled. By the time I got to 300 level, about 75 percent of the workers in CFG, it was me that got them talking in tongues.
0: So there is the laboring,
1: there is the availability, and it is an availability that is not inspired by limelight. Some of you, your, your idea of ministry is carrying mic. Glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? To so be available for the outreaches. Say, okay, I want to get people talking in tongues. I'm going to get people healed. Be, you understand? You will start laying hands. You may, you may lay hands on the first few and they don't get healed. It's okay. Hallelujah. Keep doing it. When God finds you doing those things, a grace will come upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want to tell you is, is mind your business. Your business is ministry. Ministry is your business. You say, Pastor, ah, but I am a secular person. I'm a professional. I am a professional too. I work. So you don't have excuse. Glory to God. You, you don't have what? Excuse. I'm a medical doctor. I'm, I'm, I'm a medical doctor too. I'm a banker. I am a banker too. <laughs> I'm working in the banking finance sector. So, you see, time for ministry. I, I lead a department of health finance in a bank and a hold call. That's my job. And you will not find me giving me excuses why I can't do ministry. No. There are none. By just deceiving yourself. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Hmm. So, number one is what? Mind your business. When you see them doing all their funny trades, and saying attacking church, attacking minister, if I catch you there, expending all the grace we've spent three days to put on your head, imparting, imparting you, imparting, 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 you will not carry it abusing grace to be all oh, these men of oh God. Ah, no, not after all you have learned. What you are supposed to be doing now is you should be busy using all you have learned. To produce results that Jesus will reward you for. Can I get your amen? That is your own business now. You've heard Apostle talk of supernatural, supernatural. Okay, how can I get my own supernatural? Do you understand? That's how much you get those results. That's your praise the Lord. All right. That's number one. The next thing, counsel I want to give you, alright, is this. Look at verse 6, Galatians 6. Everybody will want to go. It says what? Let him, everybody will want to go. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sweareth, that shall he also, reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh what? Reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit what? Reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in what? Well doing. For in due season, we shall what? Reap. If we what? Faint not. Giving. What did I say? Giving.
0: Let it be your aspiration
1: to be someone that God can count on to use your material resources to, number one, sponsor the gospel. Number two, help the less privileged. You know, in this church, we have a very, very strong philanthropic slant. You know that, right? You know that, right? Do You know that. Uh-huh. It is why during the COVID period, we were giving financial aid to our members. of so you didn't know that. During the COVID period, we had members that we put on, on pay. We sending the money every month
0: during the lockdown.
1: Yeah. School fees, we don't publicize it, we don't take camera. But one of things that we don't do, I don't believe in doing that. I don't know. I don't if you're gonna help people don't take the camera away. I, I, you answer. Praise God. Giving, everybody say giving. Look to take territories, you need finances. The church needs finances. How many of you like that? We are here. Let me see. Do you like this place? The fact that we are here is due to the sacrifices of a couple of us, you know, people here. Through the sacrifices of many of you who partner monthly. That's why we are here. Hallelujah. So the plan of God for a ministry, for a church, can be hindered if the people in that ministry are not selfless. And the truth about this is, the lack of sacrificial giving is actually a proof of a lack or a poverty of conviction in the message. For what you have conviction about, you will give everything for. Think about it. Everybody look at me. How many of you have seen that there is now, I saw one thing, You said, I, I didn't get it. Um, um, I think I, Pastor Daniel was talking about it, and Pastor Chris talked about it. That now they, they shot a commercial where Santa Claus was gay. Santa Claus now has boyfriend. They are kissing. Santa Claus you not know, Father Christmas. Oh, when I said Santa Claus, people did not get it. So let's do our Niger Father Christmas. <laughs> that one. Eh. Now Santa Claus was gay. Now you see the those that community LGBTQ. those guys, they give everything they need to give to, to push the agenda. If you come against them, it's not one person that will come against you. A whole community will come against you. Hallelujah. Whatever resource they need to push the agenda, they will push it. They will do gay um, um, parade. The money will come. The money is never a problem. They are convinced.
0: Hallelujah. Committed.
1: The suicide bomber. Hallelujah. He's committed. Do you know what it means to strap a bomb? They might have diluted their brainwash, but he's committed. Sacrifice is the proof of commitment. Hallelujah. Uh, you can I don't tell people to, um, I sacrifice. It's my lifestyle. So whenever I say we are giving and stuff, now my money is number one. Praise the Lord. Number one. I'm not a flamboyant person. Praise God. If I dress well, it's for, You know, glory to God. The more I earn, the more God blesses me, the more my giving increases. If a pastor, and if you are here, a pastor, you are not a giver, listen to me. You are going to reproduce after your kind. Did you hear what I said? A stingy pastor will produce stingy members. A generous pastor will produce what? Generous members. Yeah, I mean, recently, even in this conference, um, I saw a minister of God, and the Spirit of God was talking to me about, you know, what was going on in his ministry. I saw so what the issue was, and after the Spirit of God spoke to me, the Spirit of God said, "Send him 100K." Like, ah! <laughs> What's up with that, Lord? <laughs> Let's give the word and go. And just pray. You don't send him on there. It's part of the word to him. Hallelujah. And I gave it to him.
0: He didn't ask for it.
1: You have to learn it. It is part of the culture. It is part of the training. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I told you that. When God asks you to give. It's not because he wants your money. Yes, the ministry or your church might need it, or that less privileged person might need it. But you see, it is a training for you. Because there's something about money. Money has this capacity to what? To control. I mean, if you understand what I'm saying. Money can decide where you walk. Money can decide whether you will relocate right now. There are some of you, if a mail drops now, that you have gotten a job of one million dollars in Ontario or in, eh, uh, whatever it is. You know, you just a pastor. Does God has answered? I'm off. <laughs> Hallelujah. What church? Ah, now we find out. There churches. I will find a church around. God is everywhere, pastor. Hallelujah. You're off. So the thing what the Lord does is there is a training He gives you so that you begin to esteem money less. Are you paying attention? You begin to esteem it less so that when he tells you to do something, you don't think about the money. Are you paying attention? You don't think about the money. So it is training. He trains me too. Part of the reasons how we got here is that training? We were not always here. I mean, we just came here. Is it training? Give this, yes sir. Give that, yes sir. Do this, yes sir. As you please, my lord, yes sir. And as I obey, say good. You have passed that. It opens this door. You've passed that. It opens that door. You've passed that. It opens this door. Whenever I resist, I'm on pause. I know when I'm on pause. I mean, if you have ever been on pause, and you know that. I am being on one spot for a while. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you know what I'm talking about?
0: I'm not suffering, but I'm not moving forward. Praise the Lord. So,
1: giving. Giving. The third part of my pastoral instruction to you is this. Conduct your affairs in holiness. Conduct your affairs in what? In holiness. Holy living. Conduct your affairs in holiness. Holy living.
0: Glory to God. Holy
1: living. Flee sexual immorality. Let no such thing be once named amongst us. The married stay loyal to your partners. The single should possess their body in sanctification and in honor. Don't be tongue talkers that fornicate. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Don't be a reason why people will talk down on your salvation experience. Glory to God. The Bible says, as he who has called you is holy, be ye holy in all your dealings, your conversations. Be holy in your dealings. Holiness is not an outdated message. Holy living is not an outdated message. Watch what you watch. Be mindful of your associations. Be not unequally yoked with unbeliever. If you are here, your brother, you are dating a sister. Don't have a side cheek and multiple cheeks that you are maintaining. If you are a sister in Christ, don't come here talking tongues and all of that. Then be doing something else. No. Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you should live righteously. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Holy living. Don't defraud somebody else of their money. Don't start an investment scheme in church. And not inform your leaders. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't defraud anybody. Be mindful of your conduct. Be mindful of your conduct. Be mindful of your conduct. Hallelujah. Be mindful of your conduct. If you make a mistake and sin, you have forgiveness. But do not make a lifestyle of sinning. Do not make forgiveness your excuse to continue sinning. Praise God. As I said, praise the Lord. Do not make it an excuse to continue sinning. Praise the Lord. So what was the first instruction? Mind your business. What was the second one? Giving. And what's the third one? Walking in holiness. Holy living. The fourth instruction is this.
0: Take bold steps. Do not shrink back
1: from taking bold steps because of fear. Fear will rob you of great manifestations.
0: Take bold steps.
1: Do the masters. Start the business. Hallelujah. Take the professional course. Go back to school. Amen. You have suffered a heartbreak. Believe in love again. Glory to God. Believe in love again.
0: Take both steps. Start the cell. Plant the church. Grow the church. Take both steps. Glory to God. Worldly advice is never bite more than you can
1: chew. Correct? My counsel to you by the spirit is this. Bite more than you can chew and trust God to chew the rest for you. There is balance. Since we are partners, we are co-chewers too. Glory to God. Let me gist you. And I'm just telling you one supernatural miracle that is going to happen. Or that has been happening. When the Lord told us to plant the churches, we didn't have the money. Like, everything down. We didn't have money for a year or anything like that. No. We just had money for a quarter. So we paid. Hallelujah. For lucky, we paid. If I told you how much we paid in Lekki Church, how much we paid this is, it's not small money. But we paid. And we believed God. And as we went on, the money kept coming. Hallelujah. The money kept coming. But to buy the equipment, the money came. It's a bold step. Hallelujah. For this place, how much is it? Oh, is this amount? It's a bold step. But you see, when you have taken a bold step before, when another step needs to be taken, you will no longer be afraid because every time God leads you, um, to do something and you obey, you are not the same man. Ah, you are not the same. You're
0: not the same man the man
1: that believed God for a 100 million naira project, and got it, he's not the same man anymore. When you mention 100 million naira project, he will not be shaking our afraid. He will say, 100 million naira! We wanted to start internet streaming. And I asked Visaya, I said, Fisaya, go and price video mixer. Visaya came back and said, a video mixer is about 300 and something thousand naira. I said, show me the picture. He showed me one small thing. He said, that thing is 300 and something thousand naira. He said, no cheaper version. He said, no, sir. I said, 350,000 naira. We recently bought the mixer. And I didn't say, three hundred and fifty. No, because something had changed in my mind. Let me tell you something. God is always speaking. But how we carry it out is a function of how we hear him. Many a times, the way you think will translate or downgrade the vision God has given you. So when God gives you instruction, if you have a village mind's mentality, you will take that and you will downgrade it and translate it in your village language. Take both steps. What did I say now You know why I'm given you instruction? It's because you have been imparted though. Are you following? Grace has been give, put on you. Hallelujah. So you can do this by the Spirit. Look at him and say, take bold steps. I'm not take bold steps. Bold steps. Take bold steps. Bold steps. Bold steps. Steps that people will call a risk. This thing is risky. Take bold steps.
0: Don't stay in your comfort zone.
1: Don't stay in your comfort zone. If you have been imparted and you don't stretch, it will look as though nothing happened when you were what? Imparted. Let me tell you a story. How many of you have been blessed? How many of you are learning something? Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we were obviously in a church. Um, my pastor came for our anniversary dinner. I took him around. You know what my pastor said? He said, We just got there. My pastor said, You can't stay here, move out. Ladance did everything. We fell under the power, you know. Amen. Amen. So see, amen, stuff like that. Move out. We didn't move out. I was considering the words, the money. But the word was there. Hallelujah. The following year, he came to minister. And we're showing him that we have broken the walls. And everything. Pastor, you see the space now. Because I'm a man under authority. I have a pastor. Even though I I lead this church. But I have a pastor. After i seen everything, he said, wow, 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 wow. Nice, nice, nice. He said, man of God, what God showed me is not here. When is he? When are you moving out? No matter the words of prophecy that has been spoken over your life, no matter the impartation that you have received, if you do nothing, it will be as though nothing happened. The female sisters that the fire came on you yesterday, somebody was watching from America. She said when the power of God was released, she fell under the power in her room. There are several people like that. That fell under the power where we we're ministering to them ministry online. They were not here. There was one, they sent me a message, he said, a chat, he said, there's a guy, he said, they sent me a message by 4 a.m. That there was a guy that was watching and went under the power in his room and was under the power for three hours. Groaning for three hours. He
0: wasn't here. Hallelujah.
1: I said, hallelujah. But you see, all that impartation, if you do nothing with it, It will be as though you didn't
0: receive. Hallelujah. They call
1: you for outreach. You are not available. You don't go. You say Saturday is for one bear. And you are using the grace to eat jollof rice. Every Saturday, jollof rice, jollof rice, jollof rice, jollof rice. You don't serve in any department. You don't join anything. Ah, It will not be effectual. You say, ah, pastor, I'm too fine for evangelism. If I go out for evangelism, men will toast me. The little muggy <laughs> Most toasted. It toasts us, dream. Hallelujah. My wife is fine. She's a babe. You know, <laughs> by the grace of God, we're expecting our second. Child, and we are doing preparation for LMM, and they are doing outreach. My wife was saying, I'm going for outreach. I said, You're not going. How can you want to go for outreach? I said, Let me go. I will oversee the thing. I said, We'll look after Jason. Jason will come up with us. Jason will come with us, okay? She said, She wants to do the outreach. So that means, a pregnant woman can do outreach, find babe pregnant, do outreach as a child. You, you say you are babe, you don't want them to toast you. Let them toast you now. Then when you, they toast you, your response is, Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Though I can't say yes to you, Jesus said yes to you on the cross 2,000 years ago. Said yes to you, and Jesus will never say no to you. You need the love of God in your life, my brother. Receive that love now, amen. Amen. Then, after he has gotten saved, we will quickly remove you and give Pastor Eddie to follow up (laughs) to confirm that the salvation is authentic. For if he stops coming to church because. (laughs) You know, one funny thing that happened one time, there was a guy. One of our sisters preached to him and he got saved. So she now came, said, Pastor, this guy got saved because I've trained the sisters, the absence. So she said, but he, he likes me. All right. So which, um, male minister can I hand him over to? You understand? I said, okay, let's hand him over to this minister and stuff. So after some time, anytime he has questions and stuff, she would direct him to that minister. Anytime, should I ask in that minister? They some time, you guys don't come to church. I say it wasn't safe. You understand? Uh-huh. That's how we know. Because you know, there are some people that they like the babe, so they'll come to church. I have us for a while. So I know that there are some people that are only in the church because of a babe. That babe is, is their Holy Spirit. When church service has ended, this is what they will be doing. Yeah, it's tight, They're really tight to wait for the baby to be like this. Well done, no. How are you doing? They're checking the baby out. (laughs) I was, I was wonderful. I mean, I was so blessed. Yeah, I I was really blessed. The moment, if check the Sunday that baby is not in church, they are not in church. Yes, the person has planned it. Hallelujah. Such people are not serious people. Amen. Amen. And, um, once, Something that is superior to a babe touches you when the fire of God hits you. Babe will be in the list of your concerns. Hallelujah. That is why some two people two people can be dating, like now. Some relationships we should break after this LMM. Oh, it's true. It's true. The fire of God separates wheat from chaff. Hallelujah. The Bible says, be not unequally yoked with what? An unbeliever. So there are some relationships, is unequal yoking. So when we catch the fire and begin to run in the plan of God for their life. This other person is running the other direction. They can't move in this. You understand? So the wind of the Holy Ghost will carry one and throw the person away. Go! Your separate ways. Hallelujah. And I pray that for you in Jesus' name. Any entanglements... The wind of God that is at work in you will blow them far away. If you are stubborn, we give them visa. They will travel out, then forget you. Glory to God. Pastor, he was dating me and he left. Then after I traveled out, he didn't call me again. Didn't the Holy Spirit say you should break up? Did you obey? No, eh? So Holy Ghost assisted you from visa. Hallelujah. So you have broken up now. Your heart is broken. Fulfilling God's plan is more important. Hallelujah. It's more important. And as you grow older, you will learn. So what do I say? Take both steps, right? Uh-huh. The fifth thing I want to tell you, is the fifth instruction is this. Be wise! About your associations. Love, association, relationship, marriage, friendship. Says iron sharpeneth iron. So does a man the countenance of his friend? Brothers, fire must date fire. Sisters, fire must date what? Fire. If fire is dating firewood. It should be the purpose of the firewood catching fire. You mustn't don't yoke yourself with someone who is not as persuaded about the gospel as you are. Hallelujah. 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 Prioritize eternal things above mundane material things. Praise the Lord. Alright, praise the Lord. Okay, let's rise up. We're going to close in a bit. Let's rise up on our feet. Can we lift up our hands and begin talking other tongues? Can we just talk in other tongues? Albert, music team. Let's talk in other tongues. Let's talk in other tongues. O fara kasha nda labakan do na gushanda. La do saktili bahata kababa bapa saata other tongues, everybody. Talking tongues. Talking tongues. Talking tongues. Talking tongues. Ndala talk bakara bashanda other Talking. <laughs>
0: you have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center for other messages visit our website at www.oikeacc.org remain blessed